And what's up everyone? How's it going? Welcome back to another podcast. Hopefully you have a great night so far. And let's see what we're going to discuss today. So the, the discussion for today will be I hope you guys are finally going to have a break of, you know, negativity and true facts about, you know, social media and stuff. I'm going to give you a long ass break. Don't worry about it. You, you guys don't need to hear this serious talk again. Not for a while until something happens or something I need to get off my chest or anything. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Literally. So I'm going to talk about anime. You probably, you anime lovers, I'm going to love this because I'm going to talk about the anime I like. Well, not like the boy I grew up with and just recently watched. So yeah, let's do this. First off, the first anime that I ever watched was Dragon Ball. Literally, I'm not even joking. Like Dragon Ball? Well, not really Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Literally. Dragon Ball Z was the first anime show I ever watched as a little kid, literally. I didn't see when it came out, literally, when it premiered, like, in the 1980s, literally. I watched it when they decided to rerun it in the 2000s, because I was born in the 2000s, literally. Around 2009, 8, 10, 11, that's when they decided to rerun Dragon Ball. Like Dragon Ball Z again, but then of course Kai. Those two versions I watched. Literally, if if in a, if I couldn't watch the entire series on television, I just watched it on YouTube. Literally, but here's the thing: I didn't watch it in English or in Japanese. I watched it in Spanish because I watched Dragon Ball when I was still in Mexico, when I was still a little kid and living in Mexico. In Mexico. That was like before I came to the United States, literally eight years ago. So you so you so people saying that the Japanese is is great. Well, I, I I didn't know. Literally, I was just watching the language that I was watching where I was living in Spanish, Espanol, literally, and I liked it in Spanish. Literally, I feel like it's better than English. That's just me. Again, you guys don't know because you guys have not seen it in Spanish and probably you won't understand it because you guys don't speak Spanish. I could translate to you, just you probably would not actually believe me because you don't know if, like, you don't know if you can trust me being the translator. But trust me, you can trust me, me being the translator, literally. A lot of people ask me to translate whatever they, whatever people say in Spanish. Literally, that's how much they trust me of being the translator. Literally, <laughs> so it's insane. So literally, Dragon Ball Z was the first show I ever watched, like the first anime. Literally, and I didn't need to see regular Dragon Ball to understand it, because literally in Dragon Ball Z the they tell you a little bit what happened in Dragon Ball. Literally. People say, oh, you need to see Dragon Ball to understand Dragon Ball Z. 
You can watch Dragon Ball if you want to understand Z. But for me, I, I'm a fast learner, so I didn't need to see uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. I just watched Dragon Ball Z. I wasn't an expert at Dragon Ball. I was just watching because it was fun, literally. That's all. Because again, because back then in 2000s, like 2009, 8, 06, literally my era, the 2000s. Not 2010s or 2020, 21, you know. Not 2010s and 2020 and 21. 2000s. The, the community wasn't as toxic it is today. Literally. And again, Dragon Ball Z was not as popular because it, it was an 80s show. Not 2000s because it was a rerun because, or, because the actual Dragon Ball Z ended before I was even born. Literally, like a decade ago. Like a decade after. Like, literally a decade. Literally, like, 19-something and ended 1990. Again, I don't know. But I know it came out in the 80s, 1980s. But I was born in 2004. And back then, there was a rerun. So, people was not as toxic about Dragon Ball. Because again, in my era, in the 2000s, social media was not as popular. Social media will start to begin, literally. Around the end of the 2000s, that's when social media started to begin. In 2010s, boom, that's what became the new era, literally. It still is, literally, in 2020s, literally. I can't imagine what's going to happen next year. Well, I mean, the, the next decade, in 2030... To 2039, literally. I don't know. I'm still gonna be young, literally. If it's gonna be 2030, it's 2000. I'm gonna be 26 years old. Literally, I'm gonna be 26. I'm still gonna be very young. I'm gonna adapt to the new technology and new things that kids like. (laughs) Again, it was not toxic, and people did not talk about Dragon Ball. do you know what show that we're talking about mostly in that era? Which I'm going to talk about next. Naruto. That was the show that people were talking about in my era in the 2000s. Naruto. Because it began 2002, two years before I was born. And in regular Naruto, like part one, and in 2007. And also 2007, that's when Shupiter began. So Naruto wasn't even over yet. It ended until like 2017. 10 years lasted Shippuden. So you. So yeah. They were not talking about Dragon Ball. They were talking about Naruto. Because that was the show that was. Was on fire. I I don't blame you people back then. Because I kind of watched Naruto. I did watch some episodes. Literally. That's also one of my other childhood. Anime. I didn't watch the entire show because literally, because I didn't care that much. I was just, in, I was just entertained. And here's the thing: I was watching like a Cartoon Network, Dragon Ball, and Naruto. Did sometimes even repeat the same episodes that I already watched already. So I couldn't even watch the next episode for Naruto because they were always repeating the same episodes I already seen like twice already. So that's until now I need I was able to watch Naruto like the entire series. 
Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. I'm gonna start watching Boruto if I'm able to convince myself because so far it's like super the weakest series of the of the two most popular shows. Naruto not Dragon Ball. Literally, Dragon Ball Super and Boruto are the weakest shows of those great shows that I watched in my era. Literally. So yeah, like I was saying, Dragon Ball was not was not a topic, it was Naruto. Literally. 2002 all the way to 2007 and also 2010 because that's when the big arc the pain arc that's where it began and people were even loving Naruto more because the introduction of pain which is the best villain I'm completely honest pain did a great job so that's why people were in love of Naruto even more all the way to the final fight between Naruto and Sasuke that I just recently watched because I used recently finished with Naruto Shippuden and yes people saying that fight is good it was also like their first fight in regular Naruto episode 128 I went to 134 and a little bit 135 yeah it was great but the one I saw in Shippuden it beats that fight literally I'm not even joking (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, of course, I'm, and of course, I'm watching My Hero Academia as well. A good show, I would say. Good show. I like the I like the characters a lot, literally. But I'll say this: My Hero Academia is not as good as Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, or entire Dragon Ball. My Hero Academia is better than Dragon Ball Super. I'm being honest, literally. I'm not even joking. But My Hero Academia is good, literally. It's good. The characters are good. Some of the arcs that I've seen so far is good, even though season 5 is the weakest season of My Hero. But but you cannot deny that My Hero Academia is, is a success so far. The manga is even better so far. Because the manga is way ahead of the anime so far. Because we, I think we're just done with the Deku arc, that you know his, the the, the arc that we seen Deku, you know being you know, being a dark hero. I've been watching, I've been reading the arc so far, and it's been good. So that's why I'm saying the manga has been good so far. Again, I'm, I have not read the Boruto manga. I, I'm right now. I'm kind of reading the Dragon Ball Super manga. You know. I'm not talking about spoilers, literally. I'm. You have to leave the YouTubers doing the spoilers and reviews because I'm not a reviewer in this podcast. I'm just telling about myself and what I like and all that stuff. I'm not a reviewer. And you should know by now I'm not a reviewer, so I think you would be convinced of me doing a review. Unless you want me to do a review. I get. You know what? I'm going to do a playlist after this podcast. I, am, I guess I'm going to do a playlist. I mean, saying, hey, you want me to review a show or whatever? Like, re- want me to review anything, literally. You can tell me to review anything, and I'll happily do it. If you want to, again, I'm leaving you that choice. Like, add a song, and and I like if you want me to review something. Like, Marvel, anime, something. I like something. Food, or anything, literally. 
your choice, baby. Don't you? That's fine. You, you can just just hear me just talking about whatever I like or what's going on or whatever or giving advice or having some real talks, etc. Again, I'm still kind of new at anime, clearly. I was not interested in anime, only in Dragon Ball and Naruto. Well, a little bit of Naruto, but Dragon Ball, yes. But there was a certain point that they took a break from Dragon Ball, literally, because I'm like, man, it's, there's nothing new. There's only Super Z, Dragon Ball, and GT. That's all. And Heroes, I don't want to talk about because literally Heroes just, for the fans, just giving what they want and not focusing on actual stories. So just stuff from the video game scene over and stuff. And yeah, I'm not interested. You can like, I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should stop watching because I'm saying this. I'm just saying I don't watch it because it's just giving people what they want because it's because the old point for heroes like that show is all for the fans that they always make make up these transformations. For example, Super Saiyan Rose three. Uh, what else? Super Saiyan four. And Super Saiyan Blue literally teaming up against an enemy. Golden Cooler. What else? Uh, Super Saiyan 3 Trunks. Super Saiyan God Trunks. And maybe they, they even gonna do a Super Saiyan Blue Trunks, I bet, as well. So as you can see, it's all, all about the fans. What they want to see that Super doesn't, doesn't do. Literally. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> Look, if people like it, that's fine. Just, I'm not a big fan because you're just giving people what they want. If you don't give them what they want, they're just going to trash on it. I'm just being honest. That's why I'm saying, like, literally, social media and all that stuff kind of ruined the, the anime fandom. Like, the community, because people are just being assholes, literally, to everyone. If you give your honest opinion about a show or anything, literally, especially Dragon Ball. I don't know about Naruto. But I know the fact that Dragon Ball. Fans are very toxic. You have no idea. Even the YouTubers could be toxic. Because I have seen some of the YouTubers being disrespectful to their own fans. Even though they try to even though they try to disagree with something. They, they, they kind of disrespect their fans. Sure. If the fans disrespect first. Yeah. I can see why the YouTubers disrespect them back. But if the fans disagree on something, some get mad instantly and start calling them word bad names I'm gonna I'm not gonna name because that's literally disrespect. Literally not cool. You're taking words that are not meant to disrespect to disrespect people. But use those words to disrespect people. I'm not gonna name the words literally because that's ridiculous what sometimes these youtubers call these fanboys again i'm not a fanboy again i just watch anime and that's all if i don't like something yes i don't like something but if i do like something i do like something again literally i'm just giving my own my honest opinions literally i don't care what part of community i am literally of anime i just watch it because it's fun literally that's all People are freaking 
people are forgetting about watching anime is just about fun. It's not about which anime is better. Just, just think about that. Clearly. Because honestly, I think Naruto is better than Dragon Ball. I'm not even joking. You can, If you want to attack me, I don't care, bro, because I already made my opinion. If you have a problem with that, then just cry about it somewhere else, not to me. Because if you cry about to me, you're just going to embarrass yourself and you're going to look yourself bad. That's all. That's all. I'm just getting my opinion. That's all. That's it. Don't need to attack me and call me names. Don't take this personal. I'm just getting my thoughts about which anime is better. Literally. And that's all. Sure, I have made Power Scheme episodes in here. But I'm just getting my honest opinions about the power of these characters. Literally. The reason why Naruto versus Dragon Ball Z... It's not doing good because I bet people do not agree with me about certain things. Again, that's how I did it. You can disagree all you want. But also do not trust other YouTubers doing power scaling videos. Because sometimes they put too much favor into that character. Especially on Goku. Especially Dragon Ball fans. Because I have seen a recently Goku vs. Marvel video. Man, they put too much favor on Goku because they knew Goku doesn't have a chance against Marvel. And of course, recently I did Goku vs. Marvel comics. I just basically buried Goku because literally he has no chance in hell to beat the Marvel Universe. The comic universe, literally. If you think I'm lying... You can check it out yourself. You can do your own calculations, literally. If you want to find out yourself who's the strongest, do it yourself. If it turns out that Marvel's more powerful than Goku, I told you so. That's all I gotta say. That's it. You don't believe me? That's fine. I'm just saying. Again, I did read comics, so I do know about a lot of characters and their powers. And of course, I have seen Dragon Ball. So I know Goku's powers as well. So yeah, I'm not that stupid. Literally, I'm not that stupid about these characters. Both Marvel and Dragon Ball. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> just let you know because probably thinking I'm an idiot. You're saying who's going to win. And that's all. No. I have read comics. And I have seen Dragon Ball. So that's why I, that's why I did the episode the first place because I know what I was doing because if I didn't know what I was doing I wouldn't make the episode for the first place that's all here's the thing if you don't know what you're talking about don't do it that's it because there's people who who don't know what they're doing they still do it and they end up embarrassing themselves and people start and also you're gonna be unlikable because you knew that you didn't have the information or you weren't sure and you still did it. Which, don't do that. No. Don't be that person. Because literally, you're just going to embarrass yourself and people are going to laugh at you. Oh, look at this idiot saying nonsense. He doesn't have the evidence. I'm just being honest, bro. 
I'm just telling you, don't do that. If you don't know what you're talking about or you don't know nothing about this topic, don't do it. That's simple. Period. Nothing else. That's all. So I don't start a big paragraph about, oh, this is, I think this is that and that. I think this is not. That's all. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't do it. Just stop. Talk about something that you know. And that's all. Or do research. If you really want to do this project, do the research. And you get the answers and boom, you're able to talk about it. Don't just go just type or just talk nonsense. And end up embarrassing yourself. Or making or you making no sense. Etc. <laughs> Alright, I'm thinking I'm going off topic about anime. Also watch also One Punch Man. Cool show as well, but it's not and again it's not as popular as My Hero Academia, Naruto, and Dragon Ball. <clears throat> and what other shows I'm planning to watch? I don't know. Um, I don't know what other shows I'm gonna plan to watch. I'm, I'm gonna look for other shows, see if I'm interested in. Because sometimes people overhype, overhype some of these shows. I'm not saying Dragon Ball, uh, My Hero, and Naruto, and Punch, and One Punch Man are uh, overrated. They're not, or overhyped because they're actually pretty good. But there's some anime shows that might be overhyped, overrated. Because I don't know. Like, again, if you, if you really want to give your honest opinion, just watch the show about in, of any anime. And you'll see if it's really of the expectations. If it really is that good. Because sometimes, it's not good even though people say it's good. Boom, that's simple. That's all. <laughs> Boom. End the conversation. End the story. Period. But that's all. That's all my thoughts about, and of course, about my anime childhood. Well, so far, what I like about anime. That's all. Again, yeah, I'm still pretty new anime. Because there's still a lot of anime shows I haven't even seen that people might recommend for me. If I, if I don't like them, then oh well, because I don't like it. And that's all. <laughs> Or the shows that I like, people don't like it. And that's all. Boom. We're good. That's all. Don't start a big argument like people do. And end up embarrassing themselves. Well, yeah. This is it for this episode. I'm just, you know, talking about anime. You know, literally. My childhood of anime. What was the first anime show I ever watched? And of course, it was Dragon Ball. Then, of course, the popular anime in my era was Naruto. And of course, I've been watching Naruto Shippuden, which I just don't finish. And of course, I'm watching My Hero Academia. And boom. Hopefully, you have a great night. Well, I hope you have a good night, everyone. We'll talk soon. And of course, I hope this podcast makes your day better. And now, I hope it makes it a little bit better. We'll talk soon. I love you. Good night, everyone.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Welcome back into the big and wonderful, prestigious, stupendous, marvelous show, The Empire Network, everybody. It's been a hot minute since I made an episode. Sorry about that, guys. But I was having... It was summer, so, of course, I had vacation. I was with my grandparents, and I did a lot of stuff. But now I'm back. Well, I was back in town for basically two weeks now, which that's insane. But yes, I am back for more content for y'all. I'm still sort of in my summer days, but I start school on Wednesday. So don't expect uh, any podcast like around tomorrow. Well, maybe tomorrow, but not like Tuesday and Wednesday and definitely not Thursday. Maybe Friday. So, yeah. It has been a year since I made a podcast here. Like, this is one year anniversary, but I think I might do a different episode on that. Right now, I just want to talk about a review. I just got done watching Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So, this is my review for the movie. It's going to contain spoilers. So... I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the Japanese version. If you guys are like very Dragon Ball fans, so you guys might know what happened in the movie. But us American people, uh, Latin American people, European people, African and Asian, well, Asian people, I'm pretty sure already saw it, like Japanese already. But anyways, back to the whole point. This is going to take spoilers, but... For y'all who have not seen it, it just came out on Friday. Today is Sunday. So I was like, too, not late, but I was like, I'll wait and to see how it goes. And after that, go see it and boom, I just got done watching the movie. I just came back home. And overall, the movie is actually very fun. Like, I had a very good time with the movie. Like, I can't describe this movie. I feel like this movie was refreshing. Why well, I would say that? Because if if you count Battle Gods and Resurrection F, like those two movies, part of Super, I would say that the last three movies, like Dragon Ball Z, Battle Gods, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Resurrection F, or Resurrection of Frieza, and Dragon Ball Super Broly was mostly Goku and Vegeta show. Like, the, the only focus on Goku, Vegeta, and a little bit of the side characters, but it was mostly Goku and Vegeta. But now seeing that Gohan and Piccolo were the guys like doing them, doing like having the main battles and the final battle, it was refreshing, in my opinion. Because in Dragon Ball Super Super Broly, we saw like once like a reboot and well not reboot like a retail of the entire history of the Saiyans, like how Frieza enslaved them and how Frieza destroyed Planet Vegeta. And seeing the Dragon Ball Minus version of Bardock. And sending Goku to Earth. And then Dragon Ball and then Z. Well, Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z happens. And here we are in Super. But then the uh, Broly. And you know you know how the story goes. If you have seen Dragon Ball Super Broly. But my point is if we're focusing on the scenes again. And especially Goku and Vegeta. And, and Broly now. But... It was mostly on Goku and Vegeta, which at this point I feel like they were just keep 
Well, not shining down our throats, but it was getting there. But now with superhero, it was refreshing. So what kind of movie they're going to do next? It's been confirmed it's going to be another Dragon Ball Super movie. Like in two or three years. So I, ex- so I expect another movie around 2024 or even 2025. The characters were awesome. Especially Gohan and Piccolo. But there's going to be some issues with it. There's going to be issues in this movie. But there were like very tiny issues. And after that... I don't think there was big issues, really. But, of course, the main villains were the Red Ribbon Army. But, of course, well, it wasn't the Red Ribbon Army, but the final villain was Cell Max, which, damn, <laughs> I, I will talk about it. So, we see that pick, we see that the Red Ribbon Army recruited Dr. Hito, and then, of course, Hito created Gamma 1, Gamma 2, which... My opinion, they were kind of they were very entertaining. I feel they were very good. Like, like their fighting styles made the fights very awesome to watch, especially Gamma Two versus Piccolo. It was very good. We only saw Gohan versus Gamma One like until sort of the final battle, but like the well, getting there, getting to the final battle. In reality, the final battle was against Cell Max, but. You know, like, before the the main final battle, this the medium final battle, if you want to call that, I don't know if it's even a thing. We saw Gohan versus Gamma 1, which also was an amazing fight to see how Gohan was, like, you know, the dude with the glasses. And then Gohan changes into Super Saiyan. And after that, Ultimate. Which, that was awesome. So, let's... Getting to the point of the movie, and after that, I may talk about big spoilers, which, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, we see that Reverend Army, like I said, recruited Hito and the Gammas. And after that, we see Piccolo discovering that the Reverend Army is still alive after Goku and everybody else defeated them. You know, Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z with the androids and Zell. So when he figures out, he disguises himself and see what he's been up to and they discover that Cell Max is the big project and they plan to do that to conquer the entire world. But of course, Magenta rushes Hito and that's going to lead to a big problem in the final battle. So we see that and then, and then he also Piccolo finds out that... That there's plans to kidnap Pan so they can bring Gohan into the Raven Army, Red Raven Army fortress and get and get him killed by the Gammas. If not, then I guess Cell Max, but but again, he's not completed. And after that, then of course Pickle tries to t- warn uh, Gohan about you know that there could be threats in. Earth, which it could be true, but again, so right now, of course, the Grenoble arc. Well, let's let's talk about a little bit of manga here. So just now, in the Dragon Ball Super manga, the Grenoble arc is over, and of course, I feel like in of course right now the villain that parents could be in the next arc is Frieza, but the way that the timeline goes, apparently it's like three years, at three years, 
time skip. So that means that the granola arc has a three-year time skip. And then, of course, we deal with the Red Britain Army. Which, yeah, so technically the Earth has not been invaded since Moro. So, of course, before the Granola Arc, it was the Moro Arc, which, of course, Goku and everybody else were tried to defeat Moro, which he invaded Earth, and he became Planet Moro, and after that, Goku defeated everybody else, and then after that, the Granola Arc happened. Of course, Goku and Vegeta were training Beerus planets, and, of course, they went to Planet Zero to, to assume that was a villain, but then after that, the heroes came along, and boom, boom, boom. But of course, what? But how? Ten, like how it's supposed to happen is after Granola Arc is superhero, and maybe the next arc in the manga might be after superhero. But who freaking knows? Because in the movie, don't mention the events of Moro. Or don't even mention that Goku and Vegeta were dealing with a problem in a different planet with Granola and the heaters. Or maybe they even have come to, or maybe Goku and Vegeta haven't come to, come to Earth since the events of Granola. Maybe they were just there for years and they haven't realized that they've been gone for that long. Which that kind of sounds insane that Goku and Vegeta are dealing with the training more than their families. Which they've been there for three years, maybe. But again, the answer might, the answer, the questions might be answered on the next arc, in the manga. But who freaking knows? I just hope it passes Z. I hope the superhero was the, the tiny steps until, not until like I feel like superhero is the baby steps into the end of Z. Era and after that we can just move on from end of Z and finally get some. Risky moments for now on in Dragon Ball. But anyways, let's get back to well, where I was at. So here's my problems with the movie. But I feel like they're not very big dramatic problems like other movies or even the other Dragon Ball movies. I feel like the Bomas using the Dragon Ball was like, eh. I get it. It's supposed Oh, excuse me. I get I get it's supposed to be funny. It was funny, but at the same time, it's getting a little annoying that one was trying to look her young again by getting bigger buns and better eyelashes or wrinkles. And, of course, Piccolo granting, making the dragon to unlock his full potential. Uh, you can say this is like a this. You can say this is like a sort of Easter egg and mention of the granola arc of having granola and gas becoming the strongest in the universe by she, by wishing a wish in with a Dragon Ball. Maybe you can say that was like a tiny Easter egg. What happened in the last arc that granola and gas were wishing to become stronger. You can say that's an Easter egg, but maybe not. Again, they're not gonna try to mention the granola arc or the moral arc. So I don't know that. That's what I give. That's what they give me vibes of when granola make a wish when he made a wish of becoming the strongest. But my my problem is is that it felt lazy that Piccolo just got this power. If that's the case, then how come everybody else doesn't grant the wish? It managed to become stronger instead of like training and training and they keep losing to the villains. 
like, you see, like these kind of lazy writings could lead to problems or people's uh, power increase. Because if you rely on training and seeing some people making wishes, becoming stronger, then it doesn't mean that, hey, I feel like training is just a waste of time. It's just grand wishes every single year. So we can become stronger for this big enemy that's going to about to appear at any moment in on Earth. But again, it's Dragon Ball. At this point, Dragon Ball just doing some crazy power level. Thanks for your sample. I'll get into it. I'm not going to spoil. But I am going to spoil, but I'm not going to tell you right now. But I'm going to tell you later. So we see that Piccolo along his full potential by a wish. And then after that we see. And then we see that Piccolo. Try try pretends like he kidnapped Pan. And making Gohan go to the Red Ribbon Army uh, base. And of course. Save Pan and of course destroy the entire Ribbon Army. <laughs> okay so let's get to the good stuff. The battle between uh, Gamma 1 and Gohan was awesome. What I seen in the internet is that people are complaining about the CGI. There was barely even issues with the CGI. Sure, you know how that scene where this uh, Riven dude, like this army dude, was trying to like threaten Gohan with a pistol and then Gohan like flips the gun. And then when the dude tells Gohan that he, they got her do- his daughter and then he goes insane. When when Gohan was like transforming to Super Saiyan, you could see it looked like a building cutscene there. But after that, I didn't see any problem with the CGI. It was only that scene when Gohan was getting mad of the Red Ribbon Army guy dude. I forgot his name, but he was like part of the Red Army was showing him that they got pan. And of course, Gohan was like, man, I was like... If you touch, if you ever, how did it go? If you did her pen, I'm gonna break any bone of your body. Something like that. I forgot how it goes, but he was like very mad and threatened the dude. And then he told me, please, please don't hurt me. She's fine. Just don't hurt me. He was like begging. It was funny. But when, yeah, when the scene where Gohan was like getting mad at that dude, the CGI, they look kind of funny to me but after that the CGI was fine like even with the very far shots like seeing like the blast contacting I didn't see any problems with CGI at all only with that scene of Gohan getting mad at that dude after that the CGI was awesome I, I don't like I prefer the old style but I feel like this CGI animation, I think it was a success. My opinion. You guys have your guys' own opinion. But again, it's the internet that do lie to you. Just because they see it having true to y'all doesn't mean you can be convinced by their words. There's one thing of manipulating, but there's one thing telling the truth, which it's very, it's very hard to see a YouTuber or a reviewer or movie creator telling you the truth. Because they did saw uh, the movie, but then they tell you lies. So 
they can make you talk and so they can get attention. You see, these type of people often lie so they can get attention and see people to, to see the movie. And criticize the movie too. Because oh, there has to be some bad stuff about movies. We don't want a lot of positivity on the movie. That kind of ruins the entire movie business. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with that. I feel like people need to make... make, make I can't speak. Ugh. I feel like people need to start making their own opinions and start listening to reviewers. Whom they have seen the movie, but... They don't show you what they saw. They just see and then they try to be picky because... They want to make money and and get excuse me and get attention. And sometimes even movie reviewers see an early version of the movie. So yeah, maybe the CGI they look bad when they were they were when they saw the movie like a year ago or a couple months ago. So they're like they're like judging the movie by how they saw it months before we did. But come on, like, you're judging a movie after you're watching a movie that was not, like, really finished. It doesn't make sense. That's why you need to watch the movie. Like, here's what I would do. If a YouTuber or a movie critic or any other type of reviewer says something about this movie, go watch it and see if it's true what they say. Because you will catch their lies and truths. That's what I do, and I just prove a lot of people wrong that the CGI is not really bad. I think there was only one scene where the CGI was bad. I'm not even kidding. There was like only one scene that I saw that the CGI was kind of funny. And after everything was fine, even the battles were awesome. Sometimes it looked like Shintani, but in 3D style. You know how people praise the Shintani style? Like Dragon Ball Super Broly animation style, there were moments that they looked like that, like that, but like in three D CGI version of it. So I was like, it's kind of looks like Shintani, just in three D and CGI form. I don't know why people were complaining about the CGI, and I think that's peop- I think that's the problem with like not really liking the movies, the CGI, which. That kind of really, not really is criticism about the movie. You're just criticizing the look instead of actually what's going on in the movie. Like the plot and everything. So don't know. So guys, do not rely on on reviewers. Not even me. Maybe there's things that I said was wrong or even lies. I'll admit that sometimes. Um, that I'll admit that if I think. I can't speak. <laughs> I'll admit that maybe I said something that was kind of lying, which I'm not trying to, but again, I'm just seeing what I saw with my eyes. People have different eyes than I do. So you see, we're not all the same. So whatever you see in your eyes tells you, may, what you see in your eyes may be different from what I saw. And it has to be your movie theater too. It really depends. Like, not everybody's eyes or experiences is is this it's not the same. It's different. But anyways, back to the movie. So the Gammon 1 versus Gohan fight was awesome. 
and the Piccolo versus Gamma One, uh, Gamma Two fight was even better, in my opinion. The first fight was good, seeing that Gamma Two was actually a threat, and then, and then later on we see that Piccolo gets his revenge on Gamma Two, and then boom, he beats his ass with his orange form, which I kind of like his orange form, something different from the Namekian. And that that makes me thinking: Are Namekians do all Namekians have this type of potential, or pickles like really like a special Namekian? Who knows? This is something new. So with just one punch, he just defeats Gamma too. And of course, we find out that the Remnant Army was manipulating out the Hero and the Gammas, so now like they were good with each other. And of course, Magenta. Unleash Cell Max, which is the final villain of this movie. And I'll tell you this: I feel like the fight of some—I feel like the final, the final battle against Cell Max was actually very fun to watch. I feel like this is the best team-up fight in an anime that I've seen before. For example, hmm, I'm trying to think. I feel like the fight Kage versus this is on the I'm gonna speak a little bit of Naruto here. I thought the fight Kage the fight Kage versus Sasuke was a pretty good fight, but I feel like the Cell Max fight with everybody else was better than that. Because we've seen how the monster freaking so massive was. Like his abilities and the destruction. Seeing that every single character we see has something to do here. Which I like. That's why I like team up film. Um, not team up films. Team fights. Because we see everybody playing a sort of role. Like everyone has to. Everyone does something. That they don't left in the shadows. I feel like one on one fights has to be specific. For example, the Gogeta versus Broly, it was a very good one-on-one fight. Like that was, that was necessary. But this this team up battle, it was awesome, in my opinion. Also, what else was a kind of a team up battle I've seen in anime? Uh. You know how in the war arc, let me get into a manga fight. This is a, this is gonna be this is gonna be adapted very soon in the, in the anime. You know how in My Hero Academia we saw the team up like the heroes versus Shigaraki once he gained gained the all for one power. That fight was awesome. Seeing how Shigaraki was really taking down this fight, I feel like the Cell Max. Battle was also in that level how Shikaraki was like dominate everybody. It, yeah, this team of battle was very fun. I'm comparing a the five cog the five Kages versus Sasuke team of battle and the Shikaraki versus the heroes fight to this. That tells you something about this team of battle. I like this team of battle. And of course, we saw Goten and Trunks where they're finally grown up after over eight years, six years, which that seemed freaking insane. And of course, they their fusion was kind of messed up, so 
They became fat Gotenks. But again, the fat Gotenks scenes were kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. It was funny. <sighs> and of course, eight, Andrew 18 and Krillin also stepped in in the battle. Gamma 1 and of course, and of course Gohan and Piccolo. But again, now let's talk about the the grand prize and the grand finale. Beast Gohan. The form of Gohan that gains is called Beast Gohan. Of course, originally was Final Gohan. Or people were calling him Gohan Blanco. Which means White Gohan. Which <laughs> kind of funny. But again, but it's been revealed that the actual name of the form is Beast Gohan or Son or Gohan Beast or Beast Son Gohan or Son Gohan Beast. Either way you want to call it. But let's say, but let's say the respectful way. Beast Son Gohan. There. So Beast Gohan was a badass. I like his new form. But sure, yeah, the first one, I, when I, of course, they show like pictures of the form. I'm like, eh. I saw like the hair. Man, the hair is insane. Is You know how Super Saiyan 3 hair is like very long in the back? Well, it's like that, but up. It's not very long as Super Saiyan 3 hair, but it's very long. I'll say this is like the, this, this is the second form that has very long hair like the like the forms that have long hair is super saiyan 3 the beast gohan form trunks when he gets all buff up that the great three super saiyan uh super saiyan 4 has long hair i would say the gohan's form is the second form that has the longest hair of course super saiyan 3 has the longest hair but of course, the second place will be Gohan's beast form. Which is insane. At first, when you look at it, it's kind of like very weird looking. Like, sure, there's gonna there's there's some like you know, there's some like weird camera angles that make the hair look kind of ridiculous. But I kind of like I like it. Like there's some there's like there's uniqueness about there's uniqueness about the form of Gohan. It's something different from Goku and Vegeta and everybody else. Or maybe this, I feel like this thing is like a only hybrid form, so I wouldn't be surprised that go that Goten and Trunks get to the, get these forms too, because I feel like these forms feel like it's only for hybrid Saiyans. You know how Future Trunks got the Super Saiyan Rage form? I feel like that's also like a hybrid thing. We're seeing that the hybrid Saiyans are starting to evolve into their own forms, not really relying. On God, on God forms, which that's pretty cool. I feel that I feel that that's I feel like that Goku and Vegeta should should have been that like instead of like relying on God God powers like like going beyond their limits and getting these godly powers coming from their own genes instead of like training with gods. And maybe training with the gods helps them master those forms. Like, what if we got a sort of a same type of ultra instinct form instead of being like an angel technique type move for Goku? 
and then how Whis help him master that form, and how Beerus help Vegeta with his own type of ego form, like the opposite of Goku. You know how Goku is calm and able to get this technique. Vegeta is all about ignorance, rage, ego, and having his form be about ego and all these. Opposite things like Goku has and have Beerus teach him how to co control it and use it to destroy things that he wants that Vegeta wants to see destroy by Frieza. You see something like that, but again, I understand Goku got Ultra Instinct and Vegeta got Ultra Ego, and Gohan has his beast form, and everybody else, I guess, has their own unique forms now. And of course, we see that everybody's trying to distract so Max. And we see Gohan charging up the special beat cannon or the Ma Masanko Sapo, whichever you want to say it. Man, the Masanko Sapo look awesome. Like the animation of the attack look insane. Also, the transformation of Gohan transforming to Beast Gohan. Man, the animation was insane. I feel like that people are centered with colors. They wouldn't got a seizure during these scenes. Because trust me, there's moments where there's a lot of colors appearing. Because of the animation, like explosions. Which, that was awesome. That's why I'm telling you, the CGI didn't look awful. Because there were some beautiful animation scenes. Like the transformation and the Makanko Sapo. Shoot moment. And of course when Beast Gohan shoots Cell Max right in the head, uh we see we see the being flying off to space just like how <coughs> Gohan did in the Cell saga when he defeated Cell with the father and son Kamehameha. And we see that the Kamehameha were was Flying off into space. So that's kind of like a reference. And in a memory to when Gohan defeated Cell. But now we see Gohan defeating Cell Max. Which, yeah. But of course, let's talk about who dies here. Uh, Magenta dies. Gamma 2 dies after he tried to stop Cell Max. But then he, instead of like killing him, he injured him. But then, of course, he sacrificed himself. Which it weakened Cell Max and kind of helped Gohan able to just defeat him. Of course, Marinta dies, like I said. Gamma 2. You could say Carmine also died, but again, Pan knocked him out. There's no way he could escape the, the explosions that Cell Max and Gohan everybody else did. So I feel like I could say him dead, but again, you never know about the Revenant Army. They could come back at any moment. And we see the pan learns how to fly, which it's kind of weird because I could have shown the Dragon Ball Super where there was like an episode that Baby Pan knew how to fly. Which that was kind of weird that they had to make Pan learn how to fly again. And clearly that episode 43 in Super saw Pan fly. But he was a baby. Like, you know how sometimes, I guess, you, you know how in Dragon Ball sometimes Establish that kids use a power, but they don't know how to use it at will. So maybe like Pan just 
suddenly learn how to flap then since she didn't know how to tap into that move I guess I guess she stopped learning to fly until that she was like old enough to able to like train and boom learns how to fly again in the dub is revealed that Pan is over three years old well, she didn't look like a three-year-old to me, but maybe it's a dub uh, a mistake, but I highly doubt it because I feel like the dub did a pretty good job. Alright, so here's a confusing statement in in the final moments of the movie. So apparently, what Gohan says is that Cell Max was very hard to beat, so they're saying that not even Goku and Vegeta could even stop him. I know, I know, it's kind of confusing. But you could say that I think he was mentioning Goku and Vegeta, how they are right now. No transformations. And again, I don't know if Goku and Vegeta were there since the Granola arc ended. I don't know how long was the, I don't know what was the last time that Gohan saw Goku and Vegeta. As how the timeline is, the last time that Goku, well, not Goku, Gohan saw Goku and Vegeta was in the in the end of the moral arc, which, if you calculate, that was like four years ago, in the Dragon Ball timeline, or even five years ago, around like four or five years ago. And of course, after after the granola arc, apparently just like a three years time skip. So maybe, so maybe Gohan's not seen his dad and Vegeta for over four years. So probably doesn't even know that they fought the strongest in the in the universe, who was granola and then gas. And which means that Gohan doesn't know nothing about Ultra Ego. And true Ultra Instinct. Like, I'm pretty sure Gohan doesn't even know that Goku has started to use Ultra Instinct in a way different way that he remembered like four years ago in the timeline. You know, it's kind of confusing because we don't know the last time when they saw Goku and Vegeta because the way in the manga seems like that Goku and Vegeta were in, 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 in the planet of Beerus since. Since the ending of the granola arc, so which that means three years. But if they were there like months before the granola arc, like the moments after the fear Moro, and of course being graduated by the Galactic Patrol, I think they left to the planet of Beerus and they were there, so they were there like a couple months, so you can see that was like a year ago, and after that, three years have passed and Boom. Four years. So you can say that Gohan... Is not really right. Neither wrong. Because we don't know when Gohan saw Goku and Vegeta last time. Because if Gohan did see them recently. Like like a week ago. Or even a month ago. Maybe he is right. Maybe, Cell Ma- maybe they couldn't defeat Cell Max. Maybe. Because who knows? Who knows? We'll never know until we see them again in the manga or even into another movie, which means another three years or f- two years. 
which just sounds insane to me that seeing that Goku and Vegeta literally spend this amount of time on training and that seeing that their sons are becoming powerful too and not rely on God powers. Oh man, <laughs> this is insane. So yeah, you could. This is kind of a weird statement. I would say confusing because we don't know the last time where when Gohan saw Goku and Vegeta. So let's just say that they saw them like a week ago. Then yeah, maybe Cell Max could have beat them. But if, but if Gohan has not seen for like four years since the more arc, then yeah, he's wrong. Goku and Vegeta can, can defeat Cell Max with no problem. So anyways, so the movie ends. A happy ending that Pan is learning how to fly. There's a post credit scene. The scene that Goku and Vegeta after Metal fight. Oh, I forgot to mention. There was like a cameo of Goku and Vegeta just fighting. Like sparring, no transformations. So in the post credit scene, we see the aftermath fight. So you can so Vegeta wins. So I guess they want to please the Vegeta fans. You know how they are. And we see Lemo and Broly crying. <laughs> it was funny. And of course, we barely knows the message that Boma sent them that they were in trouble with the Revan army and so Max and the Gammas. But now they don't have to worry anymore because Gohan and Piccolo have Defeated the Reverend Army and Cell Max. So that tells you something that you don't really need to rely on Goku and Vegeta. But like I said in the beginning of this episode. This was a refreshing movie. Something way different. Seeing, seeing uh, different type of characters. And seeing Piccolo and Gohan finally in the spotlight after... Many years so just there like helping out and I guess buying some time. So I'll say this movie it's not really the perfect movie, it's not as good. I'll say so let me rank the fights. Masterful ranking. I'll say that the worst fight of all the super movies, the Dragon Ball Super, oh I'm counting the Dressoration F and Battle of Gods. I was saying last place will be Goku versus Frieza slash Vegeta versus Frieza. It's not really exciting. We see that again, just powerful forms. And of course, we I may have to go the the Cell Max team of battle is third because it was a very good battle. It's just you can't really compare, which I'm about to mention, Gogeta versus Broly, which it was awesome. It's hard to top that. But of course, number one, I feel like the number one will be Goku versus Beerus. Like, it's hard to top that, that, bat, that fight. That fight was so awesome. So yeah, I would say that the, uh, the best fight in Dragon Ball Super movies will be Goku versus Beerus in Battle Gods. Not the anime, the movie. So that's all I got for y'all. Thank you for stinking by. And that was my review of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I recommend you watch this movie. And give me your own thoughts. 
try to think try to make try to make your own opinion do not rely on me because there might be things that I might be wrong on or even lying which I may I'm not which I'm not caught because it happens all the time <coughs> oh my voice I've been talking for 40 minutes again I just really want to talk about and who knows maybe I might do uh, reviews on all the Dragon Ball movies since I watched a Dragon Ball movie for the first time ever in theaters. All the movies I've seen them either on YouTube, like years ago. That's when YouTube was not really strict and let you watch movies there. And plus, I did have like a sort of a DVD to watch to watch movies of the Dragon Ball movies, so it's not like it's not like. So it's not like I was broke and I will watch movies on my on my TV when I was a little kid. So yeah, guys. Thank you for joining me. And have a good night, guys. Peace. Peace. It was very... It, I'm glad I'm back. So thank you very much for watching. I love you. And peace. And good night, everybody.